Joining us right now from the university, the Pac-12 champion, Rose Bowl-bound University of Utah football team, Clark Phillips. Kind enough to join us. Clark, uh, that has a nice ring to it, does it not? That's right. I totally agree. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on. Talk about it, man. How does it feel to be a Pac-12 champion? How did it feel in the locker room? How did it feel to, to finally climb to the top of that mountain? Man, it, it's. I think I'm still in shock, if I'm being quite honest. You know, it was a goal that we set – you know, earlier in the season, uh, really before season, actually, and uh, to accomplish it, man, it, words can't express how proud of my, how proud of I am, or how proud I am of this team, how proud I am, you know, of myself, and really of everyone because um, it took a collective effort, man, to get where we are, and you know, just blessed to be able to reap the benefits of you know the hard work that we put on in the off season. There were a lot of people out there that I'm sure thought, okay, well. Utah, you know, they they dump trucked Oregon a couple weeks ago. It's going to be much tighter. Oregon State will fix some things, and this thing will get much, much closer. But when it gets into the second, third, fourth quarter, and it's still a, uh, you know, you guys put it on them again, I, I got to imagine that felt even sweeter too. Man, it was so good because, you know, all week we were even telling ourselves, hey, get ready for a dog, a dog fight because, you know, we didn't expect it to be – somewhat of the same we thought it would be a little bit different but we were preparing for the worst and that's uh the way that we're coached that's the way that we're always taught hey prepare for it to be a dog fight and you know if you go in and you just smash them then it's going to be different so i was just blessed man by you know the leadership of this team because the guys we really didn't let our foot off the gas and i feel like um that's a common thing when you have a team with a lot of youth and a lot of young players and that was not the case this week all right, so, Clark, let's talk about the details of this because you just held an Oregon Ducks team in two games to about 500 total yards. They didn't hit over 300 yards total in either game. What was it defensively? What number did you have on them? What, what, what was it about the, the game plan or the scheme? What did you guys do that limited them to under 300 yards of total offense in both games? Man, Coach Galley is a genius. Let me start by this, by saying that. But so his, our game plan initially was just to make sure that they don't run the ball. We don't allow them to establish a, a running game, a ground, a game on the ground. Make them beat us throwing. Uh, that was our first game plan. That was pretty much our second game plan. We added some things here and there, but we really wanted to uh, make them beat us. You know, in the air, we hadn't seen you know that them really beat anybody in the air yet, and so we were like, okay, we were determined, especially with their you know, receiver room, uh, losing some numbers and losing some guys. We really wanted to see them, you know, make it happen in the air. And so as soon as we shut down the run game, we forced uh, their quarterback to make some erratic decisions. Uh, that was the goal, get him a third and longs. And I feel like we did so. And, you know, you saw the result, man. It was like we were we won a lot of times on, th- on third and longs, on third and shorts, fourth and shorts, all of those type of situations we kind of owned. I know you guys – didn't think this at the time and probably can't think this at the time, but just from an outside observer watching this game, when Devin Lloyd had the pick six and Utah's up 14 nothing, uh, I'm texting hands here and I'm thinking, I'm saying, this game's over. Like, I, I don't know how Oregon can score more than 14 points against this defense to try to get back into this game. I know that you guys probably can't say that aloud, but the way the game was going, you kind of had to feel that way that – like, yeah, once once you're up two scores on this team, the way your defense was playing, it kind of felt like the game was done at that point. Well, you know what? I'd have to agree. It kind of felt like uh, we had the the momentum for sure at that moment. That that momentum switch, you know, went from us kind of having a good push to, uh, you know, from going, coming off of a great stop to that pick six was like it kind of propelled us 
forward another uh you know a whole another quarter it almost felt like like dang we kind of we got another good punch and it felt like it was going to be uh yeah it felt like the game was already in the third quarter at that moment but nah man that play was huge it was huge to our team psyche it was huge to you know adding that momentum it was definitely one of the key one of the biggest the, probably the biggest moment in the game so Clark I spent most of my career on the defensive side of the ball and played with a lot of different personalities uh you know guys that were spastic and crazy and just snot bubbling and full of energy to guys that were very cerebral and quiet and you know just quietly did their job what is Devin Lloyd is he in in the locker room just kind of walk me through the characteristics of of that man as a teammate man Devin's a great leader let me start by saying that but Devin he has a unique way of going about himself man he's his leadership is felt, but he's not overly aggressive in terms of the way that he comes at you. In terms of that, he's going to say what needs to be said at the right moment. I feel like that's what makes him special as a leader, as a teammate. Um, he can be loud at moments. I feel like in that game, where there was a couple of moments where he kind of got after the defense, like, hey, let's go. Let's turn this thing up, man. Let's keep our foot on the gas. And he'll always make sure that his voice is heard, but it's, it's never forced. It's never, you know, too much. And it's always at the right time. And I feel like um, that's what makes a great leader. And that's what that guy is. His competitive nature, his competitive streak is, is one that's probably the, the best I've ever been around, you know, in terms of playing with someone like that. And it definitely uh, it propels the defense and, you know, it allows him to make those plays like you saw in the championship game, you know, to, you know, just knowing that he can do that in that moment, that confidence uh, gives the defense confidence, gives the whole team confidence. Because when you we got your, your leader making a play like that in a big game like that, it kind of makes everyone feel like, hey, we got this. Let's go. Clark Phillips, kind enough to join us right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone, doing some great work in the community, and look forward to uh, uh, furthering that conversation here in a second. But this is uh, this is a special game for you coming up. It's the Rose Bowl. It's the granddaddy of them all. It's the most iconic bowl game out of all of them, in my opinion. And it's up against Ohio State. You have a history with Ohio State. You committed to the Buckeyes. Uh, were you rooting for uh, – got to imagine you were probably rooting for Michigan because you wanted them in the Rose Bowl, correct? Man, I want. I don't. I don't really. You know, I was excited either way. I didn't really look into it that far. When I did hear that we were, that there was a possibility of us playing Ohio State, I did get a little excited. I'm not gonna lie to you. But um, you know, in terms of you know looking forward to it, I was like, man, I just want to make it to the Rose Bowl. I want to worry about this Pac-12 championship. And so now that we got that all squared away, now I'm like, I'm excited. Now that we got the Buckeyes, I'm like, okay, let's get up for it. It's go time. You know. Yeah, that's the the thought that I had, and I was going to throw that at you, the kind of the mentality that you take into Rose Bowl. I could see a lot of people just being satisfied with going to the Rose Bowl. And one of my biggest fears as a, as a former football player and as a, as a high competitor is I, I wouldn't want myself to sink into, oh, we made it. We made it to the Rose Bowl, but want it to more sink into, no, 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 we want to be Rose Bowl champions. How do you That's take right. that mentality? Like, how do you change that in the locker room, and, and, and how do you make sure you avoid the complacency of, hey, we made it to the Rose Bowl? Um, I think it, it just plays in a part like we were talking about leadership earlier. I think it just, you know, goes to show how, you know, leadership can, can make or break a team. And, you know, we got strong leadership, like leadership council and leadership uh, on the team like we already do, you know, within the – like Devin Lloyds and the Mika Tafuas, all those guys, you know, even myself and Vontae Davis, I can name so many guys that have contributed to just being leaders on this team and, you know, really help keep the team culture strong and keep the right mindset because throughout the season, 
you know, we told ourselves, hey, we're going to be 22% better. You know, and there were certain things that were just thrown around the locker room and, you know, said that, that kind of propelled us and kept our mindset strong throughout the season. I feel like this is going to be another th- another uh, couple of weeks where we're going to have to continue to tell ourselves, hey, we're going to go out there and we're going to be champions. We're going to win this whole thing, the Rose Bowl, not just get there. And so I feel like I'm um, not a great question. There's definitely some thought process going into that, you know, especially being in the secondary on the defense definitely something that we want to make sure that we're on the right track in terms of our mindset you know you you make big life decisions at a young age and and we ask a lot of these kids you know uh, when they have to decide where they're going to go play football and and that's such a huge decision and such a a difficult decision to make and and can be such a life-altering decision and it's tough thing to ask a kid that's 16 17 years old with that said looking back choosing Utah and coming to the University of Utah, uh, obviously no regrets, but just uh, how grateful are you that you made that choice? Man, beyond grateful. And Sometimes I sit and reflect, man. And, you know, I'm a man of a lot of prayer and meditation. And so sometimes I just – sometimes I'm just sitting and I am just take moments of gratitude, moments of thankfulness, and I just sit and I thank God because, uh, you know, things could have been completely different had I been somewhere else, had I not landed at Utah – um, had I not made that decision because, you know, it was, it was a really tough one, uh, for a while for, for that couple week period. But when I, you know, landed on Utah, I felt really, really, you know, at home and I felt really, really good about it. And, you know, I'm just grateful for the vision that God gave me and I'm grateful for the support and the guidance from my parents, you know, because they made things a lot more clear and they always had my back in whatever decision that I was ready to make. And, you know, I can't be thankful enough for these coaches, man, Coach Scali, Coach Shaw, Coach Whittingham, for, for them accepting me into the culture, for them accepting me into the team and allowing me to, uh, you know, display my talents out there and, and really play within, you know, and show what a Utah man is. Well, this community is lucky that God kind of gave you that vision and that direction to come here because the community's better with you here, Clark. There's no question. And this toy drive you're putting together for the Boys and Girls Club is exciting. It's fun. You know, you are at the peak right now of your notoriety. Your name, image, and likeness is worth more now than it ever has been. And there's a good chance that, you know, you're going to the Rose Bowl. This is big time, as, as much as it's going to be. So you're yeah. using that to <laughs> to bring toys in for kids for Christmas so that they don't go Christmas without. What is it that has driven you to want to help the community this way, Clark? Is it your upbringing? What is it that drives you to want to be such a good man? Man, I appreciate that. And, you know, great question. So it just, it all started, you know, when I was younger. I played youth football. I went to, you know, high school games. We I grew up watching Long Beach Poly in their, in their glory days when they had Biggie Marshall and they had Juju Smith-Schuster. And so I got to see all those guys come up, and I, I got to see all those guys transition to the next level, which was, you know, USC. And, you know, I ended up going to a lot of USC games. I ended up getting, you know, autographs from, from Biggie, from, you know, juju and so that was always my goal i said you know i kind of told my pops i kind of told my little brother i'm like one day we're going to be doing that i said you know one day we're going to be doing that and i want to be the guy that gives back to the young gives you know whether it's gloves whether it's toys you know whether it's an autograph just make the young proud and really you know put myself in their shoes for a moment so now i have the opportunity to give back i thought you know what better time than around holiday season to give back to the youth uh, benefiting the Boys and Girls Club of Salt Lake City uh, and a big event coming up on December 18th. Now, that can change a little bit due to practice, but let's talk about this event and uh, and why you, you want to help out so much with the Boys and Girls Club. 
Yeah, man, I thought, you know, like I said, I think it's a perfect opportunity. Um, the Boys and Girls Club of Salt Lake City. So I was actually a part of a Boys and Girls Club, you know, and the YMCA back in California. Me and my brother both attended their summer camps. We went on all types of field trips. We were those guys running around looking for the next sport, you know, activity that they were going to be doing. And so I feel like it's a perfect time to, you know, to make their to make their Christmas, you know, that much better. And I think they're going to really enjoy it. Just want to give back, man, and I want to do something that's going to impact the youth and impact the community that I'm a part of right now. Well, I just really want to make it very clear to all the people out there listening that you have an opportunity to get involved. And by you helping Clark Phillips, that makes him feel better about his effort. It right. gets the it gets the toys into the kids' hands. And there's a lot of people out there that are helping kind of as the intermediary, making sure that this all goes smooth. But Clark, people can get involved. We want them to get involved. And we'll put some stuff out on social media to, to get things going. But you can you can get donations rolling. Get them out there. As you mentioned, they don't need to be wrapped. Please make them new. And, uh, and, and please go, go to whatever means you need to, to go to to make the effort to donate. Because Clark Phillips, who is in the middle of winning a Pac-12 championship, who's in the middle of going to a Rose Bowl, is making the effort to be the voice on this. So Clark, I just one more time, if you would just kind of give people the, the effort and opportunity to go out there and donate. I appreciate that. So you can, you can send all your toys and gifts to 1-800-GOTJUNK.COM. 1-800-GOTJUNK. And you can call the number or you can just send it right over. Um, and you can, you can also follow the, my social media and TJ Pleasure's social media. And we'll be posting all the information uh, at which you can go and search where to actually send more toys and all of those things of that nature. Uh, in addition, the giveaway event is planned for December 18th as of right now. It could change depending on my football practice schedule, but for right now it's going to be December 18th. And again, uh, Hans and I will uh, fire off the address on social media. It's 3669 West, 800, uh, uh, 3669 West, 800 Suite A, South Salt Lake City, Utah, 84104. But we'll we'll tweet out that uh, that address. You'll tweet out, of course, uh, it pl- right now tentatively planned for December 18th. Uh, but a lot of great stuff going on. And we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up the podcast, too, as well. Really have enjoyed listening to that. I think it's incredible with Trevor, uh, what you've been able to do, the Faith, Family, and Football podcast, uh, powered by kslsports.com. You guys have done a remarkable job, and I know that's been a fun part of what you're trying to do, not only talk about football, but faith and family and all the other important things in your life. That's the truth, man, and I appreciate you mentioning because that's you know something that I really stand for. Faith, family, and football, man. Trevor's been an awesome co-host. Love that dude, man, and I'm just grateful that I'm able to share my story. I'm able to share what's important to me, and uh, you know, really just keep things going in the right direction because you know we got to keep our mindset on the things that that are worth value because. Uh, for everybody, I feel like uh, sports coach Shaw reminds uh, the corners every day. Hey, at some point, everyone's going to be a former football player in here, and so that always hits home. And it always reminds me, hey, what's important, you know? And that's faith, and that's family. Football is super important, but there's a reason why it's faith, family, and football. Well, Clark, we're going to make this the biggest toy drive that this state's seen. Utah Ute Nation, you need to get involved. Look, BYU fans, Utah State fans, Jazz fans, you can get involved. Let's make this the biggest toy, toy, toy drive that uh, that Utah, the team, or any player has put together. We're definitely behind you on this, Clark. That's a that's a big thing to do, and, and Scotty and I got your back. Oh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for having me.
You got it. Clark Phillips right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network.